0: G'day, Annie McLaughlin here for this week's edition of Stick Together, focusing on union news, workers' stories and social justice issues. Stick Together is made at 3CR Radio in Melbourne. We broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network and we're coming to you on your local community radio station. The We Won't Wait campaign, being run by Australian unions, is calling for 20 days paid domestic violence leave. Having paid family domestic violence leave in the National Employment Standards will save lives, the union says. It already covers more than a million Australian workers, and they are pushing for it to be a universal workplace condition. Stick Together went down to Flinders Street Steps, the main railway terminal in Melbourne, for a recent demonstration. But first, some union news. (laughs) On October thirteenth, the Queensland CFMEU, the Construction, Forestry, Mining and Energy Union, were able to celebrate the passing of historic industrial manslaughter legislation through the Queensland Parliament. The vote was won 43-39, with the LNP, the Liberal National Party and One Nation, refusing to support the legislation. CFMEU Divisional Branch Secretary Michael Ravbar said, This is a huge win for Queensland workers and everyone who has campaigned to achieve industrial manslaughter legislation for the last 20 years. These laws will ensure that employers who kill or badly injure workers because of their negligence will finally be held criminally responsible for their actions. Industrial Relations Minister Grace Grace, said individuals guilty of industrial manslaughter will face 20 years' imprisonment with corporate offenders liable for fines of up to $10 million. Because of increasingly elaborate corporate structures, up until now it's been difficult to prosecute some employers for manslaughter, but these new laws will hold all employers, regardless of their size or structure, accountable for negligence contributing to a worker's death. Last year's tragic workplace deaths at Eagle Farm and Dreamworld, which cost six people their lives, brought home the need for these tough new laws, Ms Grace said. Monday 23rd of October was the last day for Clubs Australia to submit their arguments for abolishing the Clubs Award and rolling Clubs workers into their hospitality award where penalty rates have already been cut, exposing club workers to a pay cut they can't afford and don't deserve. It was reported in May 2017 that Clubs Australia backed the Fair Work Commission's suggestion to scrap the club's award and transfer 4,000 licensed and registered clubs to the Hospitality Award, where the Fair Work Commission was set to slash Sunday and public holiday rates. Clubs Australia does not have the support of all its members. United Voice Queensland reports that the Queensland RSL Services Association, Professional Golfers Association, Tour RSL and Victoria Point Sharks have already taken direct action to stop Clubs Australia from abolishing the club's award and slashing the penalty rates of tens of thousands of club workers in Queensland and across Australia. In New South Wales, Wollongong protesters rallied this month in defense of national parks and wildlife service jobs. The Public Service Association, the PSA, expects job cuts and undermining of public safety as the New South Wales government is set to restructure the Parks and Wildlife Service, the PWLS. The government is this year alone cutting about $121 million from the budget of NPWS, the PSA Illawarra Regional Coordinator Tony Heathwood said. They are also reducing the number of areas that currently manage our national parks from 66 down to 37 This will result in the loss of 13 highly experienced area managers in parks and wildlife. Local Greens councillor Mitra Cox said, The budget cuts are not only affecting residents, the bushland is also suffering, with a huge increase in feral animals like deer, erosion from informal and poorly maintained tracks, and weeds rapidly spreading through fragile ecosystems. She added... There was a time residents could connect up the walking tracks between the Royal National Park, the Illawarra Escarpment and Morton National Park for a world-class multi-day hike through some of the most spectacular rainforest in the country. Instead, People from Wollongong fly to Tasmania or New Zealand to go hiking because there is not enough funding in New South Wales to replace some timber stairs, let alone to have a grand vision for nature tourism in the Illawarra. The Liberal government has slashed funding so severely from national parks that they cannot even maintain the modest walking tracks that used to be open to the public, Ms Cox said. The Public Service Association held similar rallies in Katoomba, Queanbeyan, Grafton and Griffith. The Turnbull Government's efforts to wrest worker control of industry super funds has reached the legislation phase. Jed Carney, Australian Council of Trade Unions President, explains why this legislation is a threat to workers.
1: Not a week goes past that we don't hear about some scandal that is plaguing our banks and they're basically ripping off people. And yet Malcolm Turnbull right now has laws before parliament that wants to hand over your hard-earned superannuation in industry super funds to the big banks, to let the big banks make massive profits from your savings. With industry super, all profits go back to you, to our members, and they are run by worker representatives and employer representatives on the boards. Now, what the government wants to do is get worker representatives off the super boards and replace them with people from the banks and the finance sector. They want to over-regulate industry super, far beyond that regulation that's on the banks, and they want to stop you bargaining with your union about where your super goes. Industry funds outperform retail funds by far, every time, year in, year out. We make more money for you than the retail sector does. That's because we care about you and we give all profits to you. We invest in things that make jobs. You know, we build buildings, we build roads, we invest in infrastructure, affordable housing, things that are important to our community. And yet Malcolm Turnbull is hell-bent on handing that whole industry over to the retail sector. His mates in the big banks. Join the campaign. Get active about stopping Malcolm Turnbull from handing your hard-earned retirement funds over to the big banks. Contact the cross-bench senators. They will be vital in this. Thank you.
0: National Union of Workers, the NUW, last week applied to the Fair Work Commission for the right to take industrial action at three Woolworths distribution centres in Victoria and another in New South Wales. Supermarket giant Woolworths face widespread industrial strife, with as many as 2,000 workers to potentially go on strike in the coming weeks over pay and job security. The strikes would cause most disruption in Victoria with the warehouses at Broadmeadows, Laverton and Wodonga key to its local supply chain. Woolworths fought the application and a decision has yet to be made on it by the Workplace Tribunal. The union's industrial officer, Dario Mujkik, said talks over new workplace agreements had stalled. Primarily, our members want a fair share of their employers' profits and job security now and into the future, he said. This isn't unusual. These are two of the most important issues for NUW workers across the country. Brendan O'Connor, the Labor spokesperson for Employment and Workplace Relations, was centre stage at the press club last week. In the atmosphere of a federal government that is selling off our public services and destroying job security, many people were eager to hear what the next Labor government might be offering instead. So it was happy news when O'Connor made a clear statement about phoenixing, something that plagues the construction industry unregulated to the detriment of workers and subcontractors. Brendan O'Connor.
1: There is nothing wrong with taking a risk on starting a business and not succeeding. But there's something wrong with walking away from a business to avoid paying workers what they are due and then starting up all over again, the same business but under a new name, debt-free, but ex-employees unpaid. That's why the next Labor government will implement a suite of measures to combat phoenixing, including all company directors to get a director identification number and increasing penalties for phoenixing activity.
2: You're listening to Stick Together, workers' stories and union news.
0: Broadcast around the country every week on the Community Radio Network. Australia has a problem, a problem with domestic violence. It has been called an epidemic. On average, at least one woman a week is killed by a partner or former partner in Australia. One in three Australian women has experienced physical violence since the age of 15. One in five Australian women has experienced sexual violence. One in four Australian women has experienced physical or sexual violence by an intimate partner. One in four Australian women has experienced emotional abuse by a current or former partner. Women are at least three times more likely than men to experience violence from an intimate partner. These are only some of the figures around domestic violence we shouldn't be proud of. The Women's Unit at Victoria Trades Hall and supporters went to the streets as part of the national We Won't Wait campaign calling for paid domestic violence leave. Stick Together was there. I'm from 3CR. You've come down here today? I have come down here today, yes. Why is it important? Why is it important? Because we all need to have that, that buffer for our... Family violence is just such a big thing. We need to be able to feel safe and we need to be able to know that our employers will actually help us to relocate, to get the counselling we need, to actually get the support we need. Have you got uh, any experience or know people who have had this uh, affected them? I have, yes. I've, I was in family violence or domestic violence when I was younger. I was wise enough to get out. Um, my sister, sister-in-law, all family violence and if the family vi- paid family violence leave was in, that would have helped us all. Yeah, right. Thanks very much. You're a union member? I'm a union organiser. Uh, where are AFU? you? ASU. Thanks very much. Thank you. I'm from 3 Yard, Can you tell me why you've come down here and why you think it's such an important issue?
2: Sure. I work for the Australian Education Union and we've just won 20 days paid family violence leave. And I've had members that have lost their home, uh, they've lost their children, they've been sacked because they couldn't attend school, um, you know, and these are women who are struggling in the worst situation in their lives and um, they are, then they're pun- punished by their employer. So it's something that the union movement feels very strongly about. It was the union movement that started the push for family violence leave, paid family violence leave, and we now lead the world. The 20 days that we've got for teachers in Victoria is, I think, the world's best. So it's crucially important, and it's part of the whole continuum of gender inequality and violence against women, which shows up in gendered violence at the workplace and sexual assault, it's all part of the Me Too campaign that we're seeing and now we're looking for men to step up and do something, stepping up and calling it out with other men. So it's just not acceptable that men behave like that because it's a male problem, it's not a woman's problem.
0: See, for me, you are, were here in yes.
2: strength. Yes, they've, they've been fantastic. They've really taken it on as a union. They're doing a lot of work on gendered violence in the workplace. They're looking at unconscious bias, which is something Julia Gillard raised um, a couple of years ago. That, (coughs) excuse me, we're not even conscious often that we are being biased and we're seeing things through a particular stereotypical lens. And uh, so, as a union, they're doing training for all their officials and staff. So, it's really impressive. What the what the CFMEU are doing? They're really stepping up and leading the way. Thanks very much. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Can you tell me why you're down here? I'm down here with some friends, part of the Say Yes, Geelong. I met them on Monday during a rally, so spent a bit of time with them, and now I'm here. And I only just recently found out that it was about uh, family violence leave, which I think is a great idea. Never even actually considered it because I wasn't part of the issue of such things, but I've seen some of the results of some of the issues, and I think that'd be the that's what we really need. Thank you very much.
1: One, two, three, four. Paid days
0: off is what we're fighting for. Five, six, seven, eight. Women's lives, that's what's it at stake. So, Broman, you're from the Women's uh, Centre at uh, Trade Hall?
2: Yes, I'm currently doing
0: the Anna Stewart Memorial Program. Oh, right. OK, that's good. Why are we outside uh, Flinders Street today?
2: We're here to raise awareness, to let everybody know that we need, as part of the National em- Employment Standard, paid days off work for women that are suffering domestic violence to be able to make arrangements to make themselves and their families safe.
0: I'm from 3CR, can you tell me why you've come out here today?
3: We're from the CFMEU and we're here to support paid family violence leave in the NES. The CFMEU Construction and General Division have the privilege of having 10 days paid family violence leave in our enterprise agreements and the CFMEU thinks that it should be available for all Australian workers. Why is it so important? Because it allows mostly women to um, manage their their lives and hopefully retain their employment as opposed to having to use unpaid leave or use their other entitlements like their annual leave or long service leave benefits. It's a very
0: emotional situation to be uh, caught up in can happen to anybody. So uh, they could lose their job because they're disoriented and unable to deal with it.
3: Well, women are losing their jobs as a result of not being able to uh, remain focused at their work tasks because of all the mental and emotional stresses that family violence and domestic violence um, issues in their lives bring to the workplace. So it makes perfect sense that employers should support paid paid family violence leave in order for workers to be able to manage the difficulties in their lives. Who do, 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 do you
4: want? Paid family violence leave. Who do we want? Now. Let me get it. Why, for four it. Who do you want? Paid family violence leave. Who do we want? Now. Let me get it. For four it. I think
2: Sebus has got a policy in place anyway to to assist um, members or even their staff that's in the office and I'm pretty sure, and don't quote me on this, I I think they've already got paid leave for domestic violence in the office.
0: So what I'm hearing down here now is that there are a couple of unions and obviously CBUS that recognise domestic violence as being an important issue in Australia for Australian workers, but that there's a whole range of uh, EBAs that won't recognise the importance of it.
2: That's correct, that's correct. Um, unfortunately, um, that's got to change, and I, th- I think change is for the better, and it's sort of like to assist people that are in those situations. You know. So paid leave would be great for them. She just started working with Australian Unity. Uh, I've told her about it. I'm a shop shirt for the CFMU uh, for WAPAC, Australian Unity, so I advise her to come along today and support it.
0: Okay, thanks. How do how you feel about it?
4: Pretty good. Yeah, yeah.
0: How's your work going?
4: Yeah, good. Yeah. Just started. You're
0: uh, enjoying uh, it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why have you come?
5: So I'm one of the Anna's uh, in the Anna Sword Training Course in Treviso. Yeah. What's and your union? NUW. And yeah, we just came to get a campaign to uh, protect women and support women when the family violence happening. They really need a time to go to the lawyers, to go to really normal things like real estate and these kind of things. So they need paid off days to do their stuff and to just escape from the violence and to survive.
0: So why is it a union issue?
5: Uh, it's a union issue because it's about equality. It's about, I mean, it's very simple because women are dying from... Family violence, and it's as obvious as that. We have to protect people from the basic thing, which is dying. Women shouldn't die from family violence, and we have to protect them. Of course, it's, they are workers. We are working women. And the first thing is that we have to have a, a safe mental situation in a house. And it's not uh, just separated from work situation, they are just related, it's society. Uh, Is it it that unions are, are one of the
0: important voices for workers?
5: Yeah, of course. I mean, we have the voice, but union is the one that can help us to find our voices. I'm a delegate, and they just giving us this opportunity to understand that This is our right and we have to support each other and we have to be shoulder to shoulder to just make other people and make decision makers to hear us, to listen to us. This is important, this is essential and yeah, this is something that should be done today.
6: Yeah, look, uh, this issue of uh, women being killed Each week in Australia has just become absolutely ridiculous. Um, There needs to be better services and mechanisms for women to be able to feel that they can move away from that situation with the full support of society rather than being um, scorned or ignored or pretend it's not happening. Uh, And I think the best way to be able to do that is to to treat it like anything else in society where we organise proper services, proper time off from work to, to be able to do it And it's accepted um, because, uh, ever something's hidden and underground, uh, then those people are always exposed to um, injury. And um, now,
0: this often uh, affects women, but also affects men. But it's an equality issue, isn't it?
6: Oh, it affects anyone who's who's in that situation. That children, the whole lot, that they feel that there's nowhere for them to turn to. They can't just walk away from it. It might be for economic reasons or psychological reasons. Um, But I think the big part of it is the way that society views it. And the only way to change that is to have a campaign, change views, change the laws and get better services in place.
0: And is this uh, showing that unions are a very strong voice for workers?
6: Unions are the only voice for workers. Um, If we don't organise this, then no one else will.
0: Thanks. You're Lisa Heap, you're from the Trade Tool Women's Unit. A lot of the Anna Stewart people have uh, organised this.
7: Yes, they have. It's part of their development program. They wanted to um, take to the public the, their concern about the fact that um, women who are um, trying to uh, escape family violence often have to organise a variety of things like medical appointments, lawyers appointments, school based appointments and all of that has to be done during 9 to 5 working hours and yet they have difficulty getting access to leave from their workplaces to do that. So their protest today is about the fact that family violence is a nine to five issue and that means that they need leave uh, from their workplace, paid leave from their workplace, to be able to go and organise um, all those things that will make it easier for them to leave and escape violence.
0: Domestic violence is like bullying um, on steroids. Um, Is uh, the fact that the unions, our voice of workers, are saying that this should be recognised as a normal issue that needs to be dealt with. Is this like the people watching a bully being a bully saying it's not okay, you can't do that?
7: Yeah, it's about standing up and saying um, we won't wait any longer uh, to get the uh, support that working women need in order to escape violence. And um, we've tried um, everything we can. We've been successful in some places negotiating it at the workplace level, negotiating to have paid leave. But um, why should a woman's ability to escape violence depend on your industrial power in the workplace? We need the system now. To um, provide that leave, we've made an application to the Fair Work Commission. They knocked that back. Uh, we now need um, our legislators to stand up and say they will help women escape violence by legislating for paid family violence leave.
0: The Labor Party says it's going to put forward enforceable five days industrial, uh, uh, five days domestic leave in all EBA's. Is that enough?
7: So. Um, we need it to be at least 10 days um, paid leave, that's what women need um, and we need the Labour Party to move its position to that. We're, we, um, it's good that they've actually um, committed to the principle but now we need them to put in place uh, a provision that actually, um, actually meets women's needs and of course the uh, coalition needs to step up, they're not even on the, on the playing field at the moment, they're not even committing to anything.
5: What do we want? family family, When do we want it? Now. How do we
4: get it? Fight
7: for it. What do we
4: want? family When do we want it? Now. How do we get it? Fight for it. What do we want? Hate family violently. When do we want it? Now. How do we get it? Fight for it. What do we want? Hate family
1: violently. When do we want it? Now.
0: We'll leave the uh, women from Victoria Trades Hall and their supporters outside Flinders Street Station demonstrating for 20 paid domestic violence leave days before we finish stick together today we've got to remind you of the worst industrial accident in australia that took place 47 years ago it happened on october the 15th 10 minutes before 12 after two years into the construction of the westgate bridge connecting the western suburbs of melbourne to the inner city An 112-metre span between piers 10 and 11 collapsed and fell 50 metres to the ground and water below. 35 construction workers were killed and 18 injured. Every year since, construction workers and others meet under the shadow of the bridge to commemorate their dead and to never forget something that should never have happened. we all go out today with Mark Seymour's tribute song, For those who died when the Whiskate Bridge fell. Stick Together is produced at 3CR Studios in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. The podcast is available at 3cr.org.au and you can contact the producers of the show at sticktogether3cr at gmail.com or by calling 03 9419 8377. Remember... Wherever you are, or whatever you do, there's a union for you. My name's Annie McLaughlin. Catch you next time.
4: And your kids goodbye Well, you know you're gonna play to survive Sometimes I lie awake at night And think about the ones who died The riggers and the chippies And the makers, The boys who had nowhere to hide I think about Trust to your work.